Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hey there, spiritual trailblazer. Welcome to part three of this three-part Working with the Goddess series. Today, we're working with Lila. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so welcome to episode 199, Working with Goddess Lila to Embrace Your Strength and Sexuality. All right, before we dive into that, you know what we have to do. <laughs> Visit the Spiritual and Empowerment Living blog to read this amazing post. If you can hear people's thoughts, then you're probably clear audience. <laughs> I've been talking about this here and there throughout the last two episodes. Clear audience is about clearly hearing, okay? And it goes deeper. So I talk about that in this week's blog post. Head over there, go to blog.timariejohnson.com and truly get a grasp of what it means to be clear audience. All right. As I've been saying, yes, this is a, a series, three-part series, and the things I am discussing here are just a part of what I will be teaching in the Goddess of Alchemy Temple Academy. And this is where you will be unlocking and understanding your spiritual gifts you will also be working closely with the goddesses to define your identity, live your truth with purpose. This is what it's all about. And I'm so thrilled to be offering this to you. So the Goddess of Alchemy Temple Academy is a seven-week live program. Okay, it begins on April 1st. And if you feel like this may be a good fit for you, let's get on a call. There's a link in the description for this episode. Click on there, schedule your time, and let's have a conversation about it. I would love to have you on board, and I would love to see your transformation along this process. All right. Also, I have a fun sheet available for you, so make sure that you stay tuned to get the link for that. All right. So Lilith, who is she and why we need to work with her? Well, first and foremost, this goddess has attitude. <laughs> All right. Lilith is a Sumerian Hebrew goddess of the wind, great strength, and sexuality. She is also the first wife of Adam. And as the story goes, Adam wanted Lilith to be submissive. And when it came time to having sex, he wanted to be on top, but she didn't want that. She wanted to be on top. He apparently was not having it, so she left the Garden of Eden. Since then, she got a bad rep. Okay, so virtually raise your hands. How many people was on the receiving end of some whisper down the lane, you know, receiving a bad rap for their choices of being strong and embracing your sexuality? Hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of you are raising that spiritual hand there. <laughs> All right. So some of her symbols 
and uh, animal symbols include an owl, snake, and the new moon, which is also called the dark moon, simply because we can't see it. So dark isn't some creepy, nasty thing. It's just literally dark. <laughs> so that's who, who she is. Why we need to work with her? Well, because we need to know our rights. We have the right to be strong, dynamic, sensual, sexual, intelligent women. And it should not be a problem. We have the right to stand our ground. We have the right to say things that we're not okay with. We have the right to have the right. (laughs) The unfortunate side is that no matter what we do, someone will have a problem with it. I have seen women, unfortunately, talk bad about other women for the choices they've made and no one's getting hurt. For example, I saw, um, it just was, she's a celebrity and she is very strong in her Christian faith, nothing wrong with that at all. She was on a beach in a bikini She's married and so many older women, crones, right? C-R-O-N-E, stronger, older, wiser women were saying, oh my God, you know, she's supposed to be a Christian woman. And people, other people were saying, what is she supposed to wear on a beach? (laughs) So what I'm saying is no matter what you do, it doesn't even have to be anything sexual. It could be you just in your own strength. She was just with her husband, okay, and her friend and her husband, they were on a a couple's trip. And she was just being the strong woman that she is. Not, I'm pretty sure she wasn't thinking, oh, let me really show off in this bikini. It was more like, at least that's the vibe that I got was, hey, I'm on vacation, take a picture, memories, photo, noise, And that's what I'm saying here. Some some women are very conscious about displaying their strength and their sexuality. And in, in this business of spirituality alone, a lot of people have sidebar conversations with me. And they share things with me that they don't share with other people, even some of their closest people. And sometimes these people are complete strangers, mind you. I mean, it's clearly it's my vibe because I would not be telling a stranger some of the things that these people have told me. Nevertheless, what I learned is that everyone wants to be expressive. Everyone wants to be strong in their own right. And strong can be mentally strong, physically strong, spiritually strong, People want to be strong. They want to display their strength. And it's not about overpowering someone. It's just about, hey, I got this. Hey, I know how to do that. And the list goes on. Unfortunately, when some people speak up and using the strength of their voice, they are called names. They are put down. They are told that's not what, that's not how a lady acts, okay? 
in the history of anything that was ever infamous, ever made waves, it wasn't because a woman was acting ladylike. <laughs> it's because she was a trailblazer on a, dare I say, warpath juggernaut, okay? Being dainty is not going to get you far if you are looking to be in your strength. It's okay to be dainty at times because we are multifaceted, multidimensional women. We are nurturers. We are lovers. We are warriors. We are educators. You know, we go on and on and on in the roles that we play. But there comes a time when we got to shift that gear and be like Lilith. And that's why we need to work with her because the strength of keeping things intact when people are bad-mouthing you, when you know that you're doing something that's right, and it's almost like you got to prove yourself, that's when you need that extra energy. And I don't remember exactly where I read this, but I believe it was someone in the, in the motor automobile industry and it goes, what got you here won't get you there. It's like that you, your strength might have gotten you through the door, but now you need an extra 50% <laughs> to, to sit at the table or whatever the case may be. Okay. Sometimes we're, we are just so exhausted, so exhausted from all the hard work that we put in that we just need an extra boost of energy. We just need a little bit of help. Okay, so that's why we need to work with Lilith because of that energy, because we have the right to know our rights, because we have the right to dive into our sexuality, because we have the right to live our lives according to us, especially when we're not hurting anyone. Okay, So before I dive into sacred sex, I want to tell you to head over to tamariejohnson.com forward slash 198 to get your fun sheet to help you dive more into this and to receive some strategies to help you with the process of embracing your strength and sexuality. So I, I want to actually, before I talk about sacred sex, I want to read you Lit Up's Decree. So this is something I channeled when I wrote this book. So anything that you, any prayers, any, any decrees, anything like that you see in this book that doesn't have uh, a, um, a, a credit at the bottom is something that I channeled. For example, right above Little, Little's Decree is a passage from the book, The Goddess Pages. And I cited that right underneath that passage. But the other ones are done by yours truly. So this is Little's Decree, and this is something I channeled. So I just centered myself, and I was open to receiving messages from Lilith. And this is what I got. By my own powers, I will not fall to the wayside of living a life where I am to remain in the passenger seat. I blaze my own trail, and it is through my trail that I will inspire others to live the life they were meant to live, not told or strongly suggested. I embrace my sexuality because it's natural, it's innate, and is meant to flourish. I am who I am. I love and I live. 
To be strong and determined is not to be vain and spiteful. I cannot concern myself with such lower matters, for I am divinely inspired. So that was from Lilith. And now with sacred sex, there are several ways you can approach this. You can look up Kundalini, but I would say really do your research because that energy is not something that should be read over the weekend and then just apply willy-nilly. There's a lot of energy and a lot of uh, things that you need to know about that before you dive into that because once that energy is released, it is powerful, it is strong. So that's one. Another one is um, where you can create a a circle, so like a, a divine circle to protect and, and hold in that energy and you can set up um, like incense, you know, to kind of fizzle out because you don't want the fire to keep going while you are preoccupied, <laughs> fire safety, okay? And you can set up crystals in a circle in this sacred space. You can ask the goddesses to come in like Lilith and really just raise your your consciousness and then engage in sex. So there are different ways you can have sacred sex. Above all else, you want to do your research and do what's comfortable with you and make sure it's something that's mutually agreed upon with your consensual partner. All right. So I just want to just touch on that because that's something that you really have to do um, your own research on and make sure that is something that you truly want to do because it is a lot of raising of consciousness. Just like when we invoke the goddess, I always say to protect yourself with white light and to get to know the goddess. So that way you are very comfortable with the energy. Everyone's energy is different as I've been expressing. And Lilith's energy is a little more intense because that's who she is. She's intense for a reason. If people have been spreading rumors about you, you'd be a little bit more intense too. But also that's how it is. Like goddess Kali uh, energy is a little bit different than goddess Athena energy. Okay. So to invoke goddess Lilith, imagine the, the spotlight. Okay. Of the white light protecting you, keeping your energy together only welcoming in Lilith. You can get a picture of Lilith. You can get a picture of a snake. You want to have a red or black candle. And also, these are recommendations. So let's say you feel like you should use a a white candle. Use a white candle. You can go with what resonates with you. But these are the colors that are associated with these goddesses. That's all. To invoke goddess Lilith into your sacred space, you can say, I invoke you goddess Lilith into my sacred space to grant me the power to uphold my beliefs for my highest good. And this is about standing in your belief and to be an individual. And what I have learned is that even when you do embrace your individuality, you find people like you. (laughs) So no individual is actually individual. You just find your tribe and then you guys go off to live 
an amazing life filled with adventure. All right. I want you to have a goddess devotion each morning. And I say this because with Lilith, she respected herself and her space. And I want you to have something where you respect yourself and your space. And this is about self-care. I use my friend as an example. Just about every day, she makes a latte for herself in the morning. But she holds that sacred space where she takes her time drinking it. She'll look out the window before she heads off to work. Even the process of making her latte, she holds as sacred. The whole process of doing it, the silence in the morning of voices. You know, she can hear the birds chirping, but just the silence of having that sacred space. It's such a, a devotion, okay, of herself, that space, the morning. Yes, yeah, she, she gets her daughter ready for school, too. So, I mean, some people say, oh, I have kids. I can't do it. She wakes up a little bit earlier, not that much earlier. She makes her daughter lunch in the morning. Then she takes her to school. And she has her latte in the morning first. ascertain how you can do something similar in the morning. You can do it at night too, but when you do that in the morning, it really sets you up for the rest of the day. You could do it twice a day. You could do it three times a day. Maybe you make a latte in the morning, in the afternoon, you drink water, have a little lemon in there, you hold a little sacred space while you're doing that. And then in the evening, maybe you have some peppermint tea. Peppermint tea soothes me and helps me go right to sleep. I mean, I'm in such a relaxed state when I drink peppermint tea. Ooh. And I just, I, I use twinning. So it's just peppermint in there and the smell is divine. <laughs> so the, the last thing I will leave you with is I want you to write your own decree. All right. So that will help you to set yourself up for when someone bad mouths you because you decided to embrace your sexuality or stand in your strength and right to exercise your strength whatever that strength is like i said knowledge um, your creative abilities your physical strength whatever it is people will be jealous people will want you to have something, but not much. They don't want you to surpass them. I talked about three groups of people often. You know, the first group wants you to succeed no matter what. They're always rooting for you. They're reminding you of your greatness, great support system, great friends. These people will actually become your family the second group of people, they want you to succeed, but they don't want you to do better than them. So it's okay if you have a boyfriend and you guys have decent sex, you know. It's okay if you dive into your sexuality a little bit. It's okay. It's okay if you display some strength. It's okay. But don't do better than them. Okay? Don't let them find out that you are really living it up. Okay? 
or maybe they see that you are living up a little bit and they really want to do that. They just can't imagine that you are doing better than them. And then a third group of people just don't want you to do good at all. All right. Just be prepared is what I'm saying. Even if you don't tell your business, because I know some people are saying, well, I don't talk about my business anyway. You don't have to. People are going to see you happy. (laughs) People are going to see the results. Okay. And this is why we need to work with Lilith, to have that extra strength. Okay. Look at her as your bestie who got your back no matter what, who says, who cares what they're saying about you? You're living your life and you're only going to get better. And you're not going to be thinking about them anyway. They're going to be thinking about you. (laughs) All right. Look at it from that standpoint. And that's why we are working with her. As a reminder, make sure you head to timmariejohnson.com forward slash 199. Excuse me. I think I said 198 earlier. 199 to get your fun sheet. And if you think that you may be a good fit for the seven-week program, let's hop on a call. I would love to chat with you about it, to answer your questions, make you feel comfortable, and get you on board. So that way we can get you to that, that sweet spot in your life. All right? Many blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon. Be kind to yourself, okay? <laughs> See ya. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.